0: Hello, guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi, guys. Happy Sunday. Welcome back to the channel and really welcome new subscribers. It was a great, um, a great amount of comments on the last video about the narcissist being possessed. So thanks a million. Thanks for being here. And I hope that you get some value from the channel you certainly will from from the comments and just the great sense of community we have here. So guys, um, last night I was just watching some videos as we do on YouTube, and I came across a video that uh, David Demars um had up, and it was kind of a video if you can say for fun, like for people that are kind of past the excruciating part of the pain in relation to the narcissist and just kind of trying to bring a bit of light-hearted humor into a very dark subject. But so David was going over different comments that the narcissist traditionally would make. And he just read out a list of about a 100, you know, things they come out with. Now, normal people can come out with them as well, but it's just a kind of a continuum that they're on, that they come out with these comments a lot. So... He kind of said, you know, can you write down in the comments section, guys, what you know, the thing the narcissist narcissist would have said to you repeatedly, and it really made me reflect and think back. So I started commenting and I wrote down a few comments that the narcissist had made to me. But one really stood out for me and it's inspired this video because towards the end of the relationship or at the discard stage now, this comment was interspersed every now and again, but not very often in the, in throughout the two-year period that I actually lived with the narcissist. So the comment was, um, if only you hadn't been so obsessed with my ex. And this comment itself was actually probably the reason that was being put forward if you'd go, you know, what I went through a few emails and stuff, and it was the the main reoccurring theme that was the reason for the discard that he put forward, which wasn't the reason for the discard at all. The reason for the discard was I'll go into it in another video. But anyway, that was the 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 main theme that was running through the discard phase. And it was a totally the comment itself was a total misrepresentation of the actual truth. It was a total distortion of the truth. So I was going to do this video about that comment. If you can bear with me, and if you find anything that might resonate with you, please leave it down in the comments. I would be fascinated on this one. So the theme of the video really, in relation to this comment is triangulation. And I'm going to share some of my own experience, as I said, in this video. Um, a few subscribers have asked me, could I, could I put more of my own experience into the videos? So to, to the people that asked me, here's a video with some of my personal experience in it. So initially, you know, in a relationship that the narcissist trans, transaction ship or situation ship that we get into with the narcissists, They often, as we know, present as the victim and they are usually a victim. They can be a victim of circumstance that comes into it as well, but they're usually a victim of their ex and probably a few of their exes, but usually they'll highlight the most recent ex. Now, the problem with this is that their ex could have been another narcissist or could have been... codependent or could have been normal uh, unusual to get a super empath but also could have been so it's hard for us to make an assessment of the person if we have any involvement with them until time has passed because as we know you know when the narcissist maybe leaves us or whatever discards us It can set off a chain of reactions if they block you and stuff where you go looking for answers and it appears that you're chasing them or it appears that you're crazy. So a normal person can appear to be what the narcissist says. They can appear to be crazy, unhinged, um, vicious. They can appear to be different things that they're actually not. And then again, if the narcissist was with another narcissist, what the narcissist is saying about himself or herself being a victim can have some validity in that the person that they were with previous before you may have been another narcissist and may have have been as bad as the narcissist is that you are with. So notwithstanding that kind of explanation, it's just a pertinent to this video when I'm trying to give you my own personal circumstance, usually, the narcissist the narcissist's ex is nothing like what they actually the narcissist actually says they are normally we find out at the end that the ex was not all the things the narcissist said and the narcissist was projecting everything onto the ex but there are different circumstances where some of what the narcissist says may have been true So taking that on board, when the narcissist um, came, targeted me, they did the victim for sure. They appeared to be taking responsibility and actually use that word. Sometimes they will use it and say, you know, I have to take responsibility for what I've been through. And that can totally throw you off guard because it it presents a person, "Hmm, you know, this person, this person has reflected on, on the past and really seems to be a good, clean living person. And they seem to be taking responsibility for their lives. It's just a covert game of the false mask, presenting false mask, the mask management, basically. But they come to you as the victim and they often portray their ex as being evil, the spawn of the devil, uh someone who is cruel basically has all the bad traits that anyone could ever have on this earth, and they present themselves as the victim and part of the the ensnarement of you is you agreeing subconsciously to help them out of that situation and that again is another red flag. When someone comes from a situation like that, although it can be authentic that the last person that they were with, you know, wasn't great, was maybe even a narcissist or whatever. The thing about it is, is that if it's extreme and the person presents as a real victim and they're going on and on and on about how bad that other person was, that is a red flag because that's not a person who's healed or a person who is healthy anyway this is the way the narcissist um ensnared me and throughout the relationship this person was hugely involved herself in our relationship so you're never there's never just the two of you in a narcissistic intimate relationship there's always at least one other person they will triangulate you with family and kids and animals. They triang- triangulate you with anything that moves or even doesn't move. But the intimate relationship with the narcissist is never, never just the two of you. So initially, you know, this narcissist presents as a victim who has had this evil person as his last um, his last partner. And you you go in with the hope that you're going to help this person that you're falling in love with, distance themselves from the person who they described as evil and destructive and then you kind of feel this is my experience that you're going to you're going to resolve this you're going to get over this and you're going to be just the two of you together you know growing together and making a good life for yourself. However this is not their trajectory this is the opposite of what they want they don't want peace They want the stimulus of this other person that they're triangulating you with. And there's a few reasons for this. Um, They feel extremely insecure and narcissists can't self-regulate that feeling that you love them because of who they are and that they have power and control over you. They can't just accept that you love them they have to be the ones to make sure that they know that it's hard to describe they they have to see your reaction when they try and make you jealous when they try and triangulate you with another person they want to see you jealous and giving supply giving emotional reaction to that so that they can feel secure that you actually love them because you're jealous of the other person that they're dangling in front of you all the time so that's one reason that they do it the other reason is to control you in that you will work harder to be with them to have their approval to to let them to let them know that you are totally loyal to them and that they pitch you against the other person so that you fight their battles for them. They will actually, there's two ways they can triangulate you on, um, on a thought level and on a presence level. So they can actually, usually in the start of the relationship, they can introduce this person. They'll tell you, you know, how bad they are, but they'll also drop the odd clangor by saying, but she did cook very well. And that's usually to egg you into feeling that you're not good enough, that this, that no matter what you're doing, isn't good enough. And they'll draw into your feelings of self-doubt. And it does have a huge effect on you because they've been telling you how bad this person is. And they suddenly are taking a little side turn and changing what they're saying about the person. But they'll overcome it again by putting something bad in. But it's like they're keeping you in a state of chaos. They're really involving you with this other person. They won't let this other person go. And it's very disturbing because you can't, you can't go on a path with them where you feel you're making progress. You feel they're healing and you're helping. That's not the case. Anytime you get a little bit forward, they'll pull you back with something like, actually it wasn't as bad as I was saying it was. And you're going, you're just kind of what 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 where am I what what the hell is going on here So if you have the complication that the ex is also a narcissist they're also enjoying the triangulation of you they're also enjoying the emotional reaction that they're getting by involving themselves in your relationship And in my circumstance the involvement was horrendous and frequent and awful. It even got to the extent where the ex narcissist called the police to our house and said we were starving the children when when the narcissist two children were with us that are oh, sorry that we were starving one of the children it was mind-blowing stuff and when you're in it you don't realize how bad it is but when you get out of it guys i'm sure you found this and you look back and you go all that drama and chaos and manipulation and three-way conversations and bringing other people into your relationship at least they're the ones that you know knew about and continually throwing this other person in your face and even though you wouldn't have had the trait of jealousy that it would be very low down on your bad traits the fact that someone's pushing something at you all the time it brings it brings feelings like that up right I'm I'm pleased to say that I dealt with it in a logical way because genuinely I'm not a jealous person But I got to the stage then towards the end of the relationship when I kind of, something drops, the penny drops for you and you kind of realise this is a bit odd. We're not making any progress in developing healthy healthy boundaries with this other person. They're constantly in our lives. And then you realise that the narcissist is actually as you back off from the situation, as you realise that you being involved in the situation isn't healthy either. And you kind of you take a stand and think, well, I leave them to it. Let them work it out themselves. This is something they need to work out themselves. And you even tell the narcissist that that is not helpful to the narcissist. That's not what the narcissist wants. So I do remember it towards the end, the narcissist saying, oh, look, I've got an email here from my ex and she mentions you in it. And she says that you are the cause of this and that. I said, I don't want to hear any more. He said, do you want to see it? And I said, no, I don't. Thank you. And at that stage, when you begin to cop on. That the narcissist is actually enjoying your involvement and is actually encouraging you to continue this crazy, awful situation. Of the triangulation with someone. And you stand back and you stop giving supply. This is a big no-no for the narcissist as well. So with that being said, it was really, really unusual. To have the discard come and then the reason given for the discard or one of the reasons Now, the discard was about um, me establishing boundaries. And it was about financial boundaries and not giving as much supply to the narcissist. Going naturally grey rock, even though I didn't know anything about narcissism at the time. But this this was kind of flung back at me as if, if only you hadn't been so obsessed with my ex. Which is a disgusting distortion of the truth because it's the narcissist who wanted to who used the ex to to, to gain supply and to gain control over you. And you're just left flabbergasted because you know it's so provocative. You know how untrue it actually was. But that's how disgusting and vile they are. So guys, if someone, it's a big warning sign, a big red flag. If someone comes into your life and they bring other exes with them, it's very unhealthy. I, I thought a lot about it and I thought, what would a healthy relationship look like? You know, that that's not a narcissistic um, abusive relationship. And a healthy partner, first of all, isn't going to get into a new relationship with someone until they have healed from the last relationship. And I was I was wrong footed because the narcissist was out of the relationship formal relationship for two years they would have healed in my opinion to the extent that they had established a new type of relationship with their ex a mutually respectful relationship that had moved on from the intimate stage where they were very involved in each other's lives now i know there are exceptions to this some people stay friends um with their exes and then some people have narcissistic exes who they can't establish that good, healthy, you know, cooperative cooperative relationship with going forward. But there should be some evidence that the person has managed to establish boundaries and established a way of conducting themselves, maybe dealing through email where they have children together and making arrangements like that, or have a healthy friendship with the person that doesn't involve them coming into their new relationship in an inappropriate way. And in my humble opinion, again, the person that you go into a relationship with who has had, you know, serious long term relationships in the past should help you to understand that it's now the two of you and. To help you feel secure if you have any insecurities, you know, with regards to that, to talk to you, uh, talk to you about things, to not want to overly involve you in, in their past relationships, to protect you if their their ex has a go at you, you know, in some way, to, to make it clear that you're their priority now in relation to, you know, an intimate relationship setting and to seem to be at peace with the past in that they are healthy enough to have a relationship with you where they've dealt with the past issues. And if the past issues are ongoing, that they're dealing with them in a healthy way, you know, that they're dealing with, with things through a solicitor if they still need to be in contact with the ex because of children, They're dealing through email if the ex is abusive or wants to be too much a part of your new relationship. So guys, these narcissists will say amazing things to us at the end of relationships to make us feel that it's our fault. That's another huge uh, reason for saying something like, if only you hadn't been so obsessed with my ex. Um, in other words, we could have had a great relationship and it's all your fault that we're not having a relationship and you have problems because, you know, you're jealous and you're this and you're that. They, they At, at the time they come to the relationship with you, they've painted the ex as black and you're white. Uh, you know, with their black and white thinking, that they can't have two people in the same position being white and there's no grey area. They can't see their ex in the past for their good points and their bad points and all the things that go on in between. So when they're devaluing you, you're becoming not white. You're not grey now but you're just becoming not white. They're about to flip the coin and paint you black and paint the ex white or paint whoever they're going to white. You'll often find with the ex, particularly if they were a narcissist, that they will go back to them as the forever supply or as the transitional supply before they go on to another person, before they again paint the X black and the new, the new supply after the transitional supply would be painted white. But there's only one person in the intimate relationship that can have the white flag. That's how crazy they are. So, Basically, that's it. They come out with these humdinger, humdinger statements that will probably implant, it'll implant in your mind a statement like that says so much more than just one sentence. It says so much more than it actually is. It's a real distortion of reality. It's the narcissist's illusion. It's the narcissist's not wanting to accept any accountability for anything. And usually, if a narcissist makes a statement like that, it's usually the exact opposite of the truth. And it's usually a projection. So guys, I hope that's helped. Um, If you have any things that the narcissist used to say to you, I have a load more. A load more, I'm sure you do too. Like you never listen to me, if only you listen to me and everybody says about you and there's so many more. um, They're usually about a lack of accountability and usually about blame shifting. So I hope you found this video of some interest and if it resonated with you guys, let me know. I love hearing your stories. Hope everyone is okay out there today. And if you're in a huge amount of pain, I would just say to you, take one step at a time. Learning about narcissistic abuse is a fantastic way to aid healing. Look after yourselves. If you like the content, hit the like button now and subscribe if you're not subscribed, if you want to hear any more. Thanks, guys. Have a blessed day and I will see you again very, very soon.